Retro Rebel Gamecast episode 49 is brought to you by TempleofGeek.com, your one-stop shop for all things geek. You can find all of our episodes and fulfill all of your sci-fi, fantasy, and geek culture-related needs at TempleofGeek.com. Welcome to the Retro Rebel Gamecast, where we discuss gaming and related topics for you, the listeners. Retro Rebel is released every Thursday, and you can find this episode and much more by heading to templeofgeek.com or wherever you download your favorite podcasts. You can even find us on Facebook at Temple of Geek for exclusive content and to see what else we're up to. My name is Stacy, and this week we had some technical difficulties, and Amanda's portion of the first half of this episode was deleted. That is unfortunate, and... I will have to admit, uh, it was pretty entertaining to hear just exactly how much she did not enjoy Destiny 2. I believe she made it through the second uh, mission, and within an hour or less, it was back in its rental case and on its way back to its destination. So she did not uh, get into it. She felt it was repetitive. Uh, I do feel like I can speak for her at this point, and if I'm putting words in her mouth, you can just direct all of your hate mail to Dark Deuce. Um... For me, I had uh, realized uh, after probably 15 hours into Pillars of Eternity that that game's depth and level of detail was greater than I'm capable of handling at this point in my life. Um, honestly, it just is, it's just too deep. The character creation and uh, the level of micromanaging each one of the characters in your party, you basically are role-playing uh, from a progression standpoint, everybody in your party. So if you've got four or five people, you're, you are in charge of making sure you take care of all of their stats, that their weapons and armor line up with uh, how you're creating those characters and whatever their strengths are. Um, you actually do need to switch between your weapons, um, which doesn't sound like that big of a deal because you can do it in most every other game. It's part of the mechanics. But in this particular game, you kind of have you have to go through the, the UI actively seek out changing your weapons and it's just much more cumbersome uh that's part of the charm of the game uh you know the there's not a lot of voice acting there's a lot more reading involved which is also fine and i really enjoyed it and this is actually a game that i would absolutely enjoy so don't let this this sounds negative and it's not supposed to be it's actually uh, a glowing endorsement of the game as, as far as i'm concerned i love the game i just don't have time for it so if if it's if if the dungeons and dragons style uh, you know, very deep character creation systems and, and upgrade and progressions um, and having control of all of your party members. If that's interesting to you, uh, please don't let this deter you from trying to play it because that game is actually, uh, it was very entertaining. It was very good. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I just know that at this point in my life, I just really don't, you know, I really don't have time for it. Um, in terms of news, we discussed how Blizzard uh, and is essentially doing giveaways for everything all things blizzard so any game that was actually a blizzard product is doing has some sort of uh, benefit or gift or or uh, something associated with it so if you have starcraft there's a new new user interface uh, specific to this this anniversary uh, i believe hearthstone is doing something uh so uh, you know diablo 3 has something each one of their games if you are a fan of blizzard or if you play any of their games 
uh, they're doing a little giveaway or a little, you know, kind of gift or something to commemorate this this anniversary of StarCraft. So 20 years of StarCraft, Blizzard was doing a, a um, you know, a pretty big deal for it. So um, that's something to look forward to if you're into it. If not, then uh, maybe you will and, and uh, you'll get into it and you'll be able to see kind of exactly what, what all that, that entails. But uh, that more or less brings us up to speed with what uh, we discussed and what was kind of cut out. Um, so again, I apologize. Uh, generally, we don't have this kind of technical difficulty, but um, because we are at a short uh, turnaround on this particular episode, um, there wasn't time to re-record. So uh, at the break, we'll get back to our regularly scheduled program, and Amanda will return and be with us in about five seconds. So stay with us. All right, and that brings us to our last topic of gaming do's and don'ts. So basically, how to be a gamer in your teens, in your 20s, 30s, how things change, and just what to do and maybe what not to do as you get older and you're a gamer. So Amanda, in starting out, like when you're younger, how do you see, uh, you know, what you should do? Like, what's your opinion of, you know, when you're just getting started gaming, what should you do? Uh, and like just teens, maybe even in your twenties, early twenties, when you have a little bit more time. Uh, well, I would say some of the best habits that I had from those periods would be spend a lot of time with other people playing games like together right. in the same place. So even if you're bringing your Xbox one over to your friend's house and, you know, playing next to each other, bring a TV, you know, all these sorts of things are possible, but it's kind of nice to like be in the same space. I feel like now a lot of things are on Xbox one or on Xbox live and they, you know, you're just playing remotely, but there's, there's something to be said for being in the same room. I think land parties are fun and they should be a thing that like everybody does in their, you know, teens and, and early twenties. Um, I think that, treating people that you do only know from the internet as actual humans is a good and valuable skill. I think a lot of people that maybe aren't gamers, but are quite prevalent on the internet sometimes forget that there are real people on the other side and you can make like quite good, real friendships with people that you've never met um, over shared interests. I think you and I are a good uh, example of that. I've never met you in person, but, you know, I don't I don't disrespect you or your time, and <laughs> I try not to troll you too often. Uh, exactly. Right. If anything, you're the one that's late. Like, well, just throwing yeah, a bit of shade out there. Throw, a, bit throw of shade, a, a jab whoop, when you can. Absolutely. Whoop. You know, but it's all in good fun. It's that's all right. in good fun. That's right. <laughs> but I... You know, like people on the internet are just as valuable and real, and they do. You know, if you um, are sensible about the information that you share, I'm not saying like post your social security number or anything, but you know, in fact, don't I do that. if you don't, yeah, don't, don't ever do that. do that. Don't do that. Uh, you know, but I, I have you know ordered delivery pizza to be delivered to a friend that I games with house. You know, as a surprise, it was their birthday. You know, That's that sort sweet. of stuff. Yeah, and you can. The internet is a very powerful thing. You can you can send people like little stuff. You know, you can talk to them, learn about their lives. You know, I people that I pl- played game with over 15 years ago now, still very good friends. And you know, some of them come and visit me in England. You know, yeah. and and we never actually knew each other aside from the internet. 
So right. to come from America all the way over here, you know, it's a long way, 3,000 miles, you know. Yeah. Um, so I, I would say those are some of the do's, like treat people as real humans. Do invest the time in being side by side, even if you have to love TVs and Xboxes like all over the place. It's totally worth it. Um, and, and don't be afraid to do those marathons and stuff like that because you won't be able to do it later on. And it is fun to have a like 24 hour just mad gaming session because those things are fun and enjoyable. You know, right. so that's my dues for younger people. Right. Uh, and I would I would agree with you. I, I think that it's it's really important to take time to or or to especially when you get into into gaming that you play games that still kind of cultivate a social aspect or a social component. So you're playing with others. You understand what it is to be part of a team. You know, you're not just worried about your own personal goals and, and I, and you're developing friendships and you're meeting people and all that stuff I think is really cool. Um, my son's met friends from playing Fortnite that don't live in this state, you know, and they talk on discord and other things like that. And so, you know, already making friends that because they, you, I mean, you were spending time with other individuals and you're talking to them and you're getting to know them and it's it's just a degree removed from what it is in in uh, you know in a physical space. So I think there's a lot to be said for that. Um, I also think though that when you're young that you should try if you really enjoy gaming that you should really try multiple genres that you should play if you can and you really enjoy it as many as as many as you can i think you play rpgs you play first person shooters you play fighting games you play all of these different genres because there's there's something out there that you may very well be missing that you really enjoy that when you get older as we're going to talk about you just will not have time you're just not going to have time to to invest in a lot of those and there's a lot to be said. There's a lot to be learned. I mean, I used to write a col column for Temple of Geek that uh, would look at video games and how they are related to actual history or to actual mythology. Or uh, And so as boring as those articles may have been to read, they were a lot of fun to write just because I enjoyed a lot of stuff like that. I, I didn't realize how much you actually learned. Sometimes from video games, um, you know, for instance, <laughs> again, you didn't get to see Amanda roll her eyes, but it was pretty awesome. Um, it was very epic. You're like an old dad thing. Well, like, I, I know, learned so many things. But the thing is, I thought these things when I was a kid. So I was just that kid that that learned. Okay, just making sure we were sticking to the topic. The topic. Is gamer what dad. That's what I'm saying. As a gamer dad. <laughs> 1977 gamer dead 1977 um yeah the uh no even when i was a kid i was like because i was really into you know back then uh ninjas or whatever else was awesome and which ninjas have always been cool but the game tenchu which came out on playstation on the very first playstation uh you dealt with the ninja clan and so i wrote an article about the history of the ninja as a martial arts as what is the history of the ninja where did they originate you know what was their origin story in general and to me that was really cool because it tied a game that i really liked to something actually in history and so i don't know you there's a lot of things like that not just you know exclusive to ninjas but uh things that you can learn that are 
inserted into games, uh, whether they be tropes or history or mythology or other stuff. And exposing yourself to a lot of different genres uh, will keep you from limiting yourself, you know, maybe to just one area, kind of like books. Um, but also, you know, you may find something that you really enjoy that you wouldn't have otherwise and may not have time to really invest in when you get older. So try it all. So what's one of your don'ts or what are your don'ts for when you're young? Uh, I would say don't number one is don't neglect your sleep for long <laughs> periods of time. Like, you know, it does, it does do a number on your performance in the rest of your life. So, you know, it can make school even harder. It can make college even harder. It can make work even harder. So like aside, you know, the occasional 24 hour, like gang marathon on the weekend or whatever, that's one thing. Yeah, that's fine. But you know, every night I get in four or five hours of sleep because you had to do a raid or whatever. It's really not worth it. Um, because the performance in the rest of your life suffers, you know, from personal experience, if I, you know, I was trying to work and go to university and be a raid leader all at the same time. And, you know, one of those things had to give and I ended up taking a whole extra semester to graduate university, so you know, and that isn't did. free. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, it, you know, I thought I was juggling everything until it was too late and the grades come in and they're like, Oh, you, you didn't pass You're that. You're not juggling very well. <laughs> yeah. So I would say, you know, don't, don't let your sleep suffer. You're not capable of doing everything at once. So, you know, go to bed at a reasonable time. Like, don't be crazy about right. that because, uh, you know, you won't realize that it's catching up to you until it catches up to you. So that's yeah. like tip number one. Tip number two, I would say, uh, be careful about dating people from the internet. You know what I'm saying? Like, are you, are you speaking from experience? Make sure you, yeah, make sure you know these people like real well, like real well. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's it's good to have friendships and stuff like that, but making radical life changing decisions. Uh, I feel like playing games can be a pressure cooker of an environment. So if I could tell my like younger self not to confuse expertise with interest, uh, <laughs> I would I would do that. So I'm just saying, you know, some people do meet that way it works out but i have a feeling that maybe they put more time into it than i did <laughs> um so yeah that would be my thing not to do number two thing three not to do is um just keep an eye on how much you're spending i think if i had known how to budget or make a budget or even the concept of the word budget Right. I would have realized how much money I was actually spending on games. And, you know, I managed to rack up quite a bit of debt and stuff only because I didn't realize how much money was going into games that could have been going into paying for normal stuff people don't put on credit cards like pizza. So, way better, uh, yeah. <laughs> but not for putting on credit cards. Pizza doesn't go on credit cards, people. Ah. <laughs> you learn one thing. But credit cards is not for pizza. America. We put everything on a credit card. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like I think if I had known, like looking back now, I was probably spending like two or three hundred dollars a month in my teens and early twenties on gaming, which is a significant portion of my disposable income at the time. So uh, I would say 
would say those are my top three things. Like, don't take date people from the internet. Like, just be really careful about that. Uh, <laughs> you know, it, it's it's often not the same in person. No, <laughs> um, yeah, that's I have I have not seen it work out very well. Uh, in personally, uh, I have never tried it. It's uh, outside of uh, a a website. You know that that was dedicated to it, and that didn't end well either. Yeah. But. Um, yeah, because I, I think that, you know, when it's kind of this is what I my analogy is and anyone who's blind can feel free to correct me. But I feel like dating somebody that you've never met is much like being a blind person where you look at your other senses are overcompensating for things yeah. like you have never seen them. You don't know what weird behavioral patterns they may have in real life. You don't know anything about them. Like their family like they're are they messy like all the things it takes to have like a successful relationship you don't know like you only know the lady version of them from video games you know so right maybe maybe don't date that version you know right that's that seems uh pretty self-explanatory i made several attempts before so trust me i'm sure at this point don't date internet people. No. Yeah, make yeah. sure make sure to meet people before making life changing decisions. Um, and then yeah, just watch your budget, get your sleep. That's my that's my three rules to live by if you want to be a successful teen stroke early twenties gamer. Very nice. Okay. Um, for me, I, I don't know that I have as as extensive of a list of. of don'ts outside of i think you don't neglect yourself i'd say uh don't neglect yourself that you that gaming is just one part of it and it's like any mode uh, or medium of of entertainment that uh if you limit yourself to that and that world and that um i think it's it's like any overindulgence that you will not necessarily there's just more to life, and you won't get everything that you need from that, and that will never be enough necessarily. So just broaden your horizons. Make sure that it's not that you don't invest everything into that. Like, And I say that because I, as a World of Warcraft uh, lifer in terms of the game, um, things change, and I'm not able to play it as much as I want to. However, I equate, as you said, the, the money that I invest in that game and the amount of time and and, and enjoyment that you can get out of it. So think of, if you have a budget, how much money you spend a month on going out, um, going out to eat, going, you know, having drinks, um, being with friends, or, or whatever, going to the movies, and think about how much money you spend on those things. And then think about how much a monthly subscription to World of Warcraft is. And and try to do a comparison and see, okay, so fourteen ninety nine, and I get to play this kind of all the time anytime I want to so the hours of investment and if I were to break it down by the dollar then it's pennies on the on the dollar of how much enjoyment I can get out of this versus going out to eat which may cost three times that uh, just yeah. for one meal you know or going out with friends to drink not that you shouldn't do that but you should diversify and also see that there is value in that purchase that game purchase or that that monthly subscription if you are going to invest your time in playing it you know um so just be aware of that and, and kind of take a look at it from that perspective and it may help 
in many ways justify for some people uh, the investment in, in a game um, because you will be spending some time doing that. And a few hours of your time for 60 bucks, even if it's 6, 8, 10, 12 hours, there are very few things that you pay $60 for that you will get that much time or that much enjoyment out of. Um, cost-benefit analysis. cost-benefit analysis, absolutely. So uh, you may be even getting a bargain for that. Um, yeah, but no, don't neglect yourself. You know, uh, Try to broaden your horizons. Make sure that you're still getting out and that you're still doing things and being active and, and uh, taking a break. And, um, and, and, uh, Going to the gym, living your life. Live your life. Live your best life. Which includes, you know, hours of gaming as well. So, well, that wraps up this episode of Retro Rebel Gamecast. I want to thank Amanda for this week's discussion. All the notes from this episode will be posted on our site, templeofgeek.com. If you'd like to add to this discussion or just reach out with a question, sound off in the comments or email us at retrorebel at templeofgeek.com. If you like what you hear, tell your friends, tell your family, head over to iTunes or wherever you download your podcast and subscribe so you'll be sure to get the next episode as it's released and rate us because that really helps our show. Until the next time. See you later.